0: I'm Sophia Bernardi, mindset and business coach supporting ambitious new and rising coaches to master their mindset, create an aligned and profitable strategy, and grow a six-figure business using the rising coach method. I built a multi-six-figure business by the age of 24, and in this podcast, I will teach you the psychology, strategy, and energetics to do the same. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to Rising Coaches with Sophia Bernardi. I am so grateful you are here. If you're new, welcome to this space. I upload episodes every single week, sharing you tools, tips, strategies, insights to grow your business to 10K months and beyond using the power of energetics, mindset, and strategy. And today we have a really incredible guest, Courtney Wilder from Seeking Wilder. I was actually a guest on her podcast not that long ago, so go check that out if you want to hear, um, you know, some of my insights. But today I'm interviewing her, and my goodness, ladies, this episode was absolute fire. Not only did she share with us her journey on how she became a, you know, life. Business and intuitive coach, um, and astrologist, but she she actually gave really practical tools and strategies to actually listen to your intuition. How she sets up her day and and manages things, you know, with a two year old baby, and you know, really creating a thriving business, which is very inspiring as always to hear other people's stories. So you're going to love, love, love this episode, and one I would always come back to anytime you need that refresher on. How important, you know, stepping into your personal power, trusting yourself and showing up authentically in business really is like whenever you need that reminder, come listen to this episode because guys this is so important being able to trust yourself back yourself and be more you to grow your business you do not need to be someone else you do not need to change you do not need like model someone else in order to succeed I have personally found and Courtney shares an example from herself as well and many other people say the same thing the more themselves they are the more magnetic and potent you really are and I think that's what's really attributed to my success is I don't hold back I really show up as myself. You know, you'll see me on my Instagram stories wearing my hoodie and track suit and jumping around and dancing and nothing I do or say or who I am is perfect, right? And I think that's what really allows me to succeed because I can just be myself. So when you truly trust yourself and love yourself to that point where you can be yourself it's you know so much more relaxing you don't have to put on this facade and fake your way right you can just be you and that there's no way near as much pressure right you're coming from this place of surrendering and trust and I believe that's what allows you to succeed but obviously if you're not used to doing that if you don't feel like you have that trust yet listening to this episode is going to be really really important so Let's dive in. Enjoy the episode. And I can't wait to hear what you think. Screenshot this episode if you love it. Tag me and Courtney on Instagram. We'd love to share it. And I'd love to see you in my DMs, what your favorite takeaway was from today. I'd love to chat with you um, and support you. So enjoy. Hello, Courtney. How are you today? Hello.
1: I am really, really well. Thank you. I am in my office It's just stopped raining and I am wrapped up in a blanket. So I'm feeling pretty cozy and ready for our
0: chat. I love that. Being comfortable is just the most important thing to me. Hey. Oh my gosh. Totally. Totally.
1: That's how you got to love this like online Zoom life because I pretty much always have like comfy pants on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm the exact same. Ugg boots, tracksuit in winter 100% I almost cannot work unless I'm you know in that kind of clothing yes (laughs) Um, exactly gotta be comfortable I'm, I'm so excited for today because you are just such a boss babe you know you've got that great mixture of you know Um, being so intuitive, supporting people with business. I know you um, are an astrologist and you do tarot and all of these things amongst, you know, being a mom and a wife and all of the things. So I'm so excited to dive deep in your story and how you utilize both, you know, strategy, energetics, mindset today. Um, I think it will be so supportive for new coaches starting their business because um, what you really focus on is just so, so important. And I wish, yeah, more new coaches really realize the power of this instead of just getting stuck in that trap of just following a step-by-step process to grow your business. I think that's so outdated now. So did you want to just kick off today with sharing how you actually became um, an intuitive life and business coach and astrologist?
1: Of course, would love to. Thank you so much. I completely fell into it, to be honest. So I started this journey to my business, which is called Seeking Wilder, a few years ago. And it started Fully as self healing. So, I have been someone who has dealt with pretty, pretty big mental health difficulties throughout their lifetime. And I was looking, I was looking for something. I was working with an incredible psychologist who was absolutely amazing, but I was still looking for that something more. And then my sister passed away and it absolutely shattered my world completely. And my other sister was like, You should go see this healer. You should go see this healer. And I was still a little bit like, I don't know about this but I'll go uh and then I went and saw this healer and it was like all these things sort of clicked with me and I realized one that I'm someone who loves blending together the practicality and the woo I could I could do both I could do the practical sort of things and the practical tools and the medical sort of things and I could do a bit of woo and blend them together and that would be amazing and then I was like oh this really delights me. This like Reiki and Tarot and meditation and intuition and all these things are fascinating to me. So I went down the rabbit hole a little bit and just found that it all made sense. All made so much sense. I grew up thinking astrology was total bull. I'm a Virgo sun and everything that I read about Virgo suns was like, they're super organized, they're super clean. Um, You know, they're they're like super structured, all of these sort of things. And I'm like, I am organized chaos. Like that is not me at all. And then I found an astrologer who approached it from a more soul-centered approach. And I was chatting to them and they said that, oh, you're a Virgo sun, Pisces moon. That means you were born on the full moon and you're a natural like reflector. You bring out the most in people. And everything that they said, I was like, have you called my mom? Have you called everyone I've ever known? Like, how do you know this stuff about me? And from there, I was hooked and I've always done really well at whatever job, (laughs) whatever job I've gone into. I'm someone who I would go into a new job and very quickly just like change about the place, organize things, put in procedures, just make things happen, make things run smoother. Like I have that natural born leadership energy. So when I started working with these tools and I naturally fell into it, it started with doing things for my friends and then they were telling everybody else and Uh, eventually people were like, can we, can we be paying you to do this? And it got to the point where I was like, I have to quit my job. I'm just too busy seeing clients that I didn't expect to see, didn't expect to start a business, Um, which was absolutely incredible. And then it just sort of naturally progressed that the majority of clients who were coming to see me had big successful businesses but still felt like there was something more. They didn't have that work-life balance, even though they, you know, on paper could be seen as the epitome of success. There was still that longing within them, that longing for connection, that longing for self-trust. And that's where I came in. And I realized that it lit me up so much. I'm all about legacy and I'm all about impact. And I believe that through me working with business owners and helping them to work with their intuition more and to trust themselves and to have a more heart-centered, soul-centered, intuitive approach to business, that flows out not only into their employees, but flows out to their clients, to the family members of their clients. And it has this massive ripple effect. And that is my mission, to have more people trusting themselves and realizing that, you actually can have both. You can have a successful thriving business and a full thriving personal life. Like you don't have to sacrifice one for the other.
0: I so I guess, that. yeah,
1: roundabout way, but that's how I fell into it,
0: yeah. I love how, you know, naturally that really progressed and just unfolded. and it sounds very similar to how I became a business coach as well. I think it's it's rare to hear people just step straight into business, right, without first having created their own success. So i I love that so much. and i I really noticed and heard there that, um you definitely have that combination of the woo and strategy. So, both absolutely play a a role, right? So could you tell us like what role mindset plays, what role strategy plays and what role energy plays in your business to support you to thrive and succeed and, and your clients as well? Absolutely. For me, they're all so interwoven. I speak often on my social media.
1: If you're not following me at Seeking Wilder, you can hear me talk about it. But I speak about how intuition, I believe, is one of the best strategies in business because it is a strategy. If you have a strong connection with your intuition, it means you trust yourself. It means you trust yourself fully. So instead of, as you said before, looking around, looking around for someone to give you the exact step-by-step process or being like, oh, this isn't working. So now I'm going to try this thing. Oh, so now I'm going to try this thing. And now I'm going to try this thing and flitting from strategy to strategy. You become so grounded in yourself and you trust your intuition. Sometimes you can trust that right now, all I'm going to have is the next step. And I'm going to trust that when I get to that next step and I get grounded in that, I'm going to be the person who the next step comes to. And sometimes that's enough. Whereas for other clients, sometimes we are looking at like a 20, 30, 50 years strategy. And that's depending on their birth chart and what their birth, their business's birth chart and the energetics and the essence of their business's birth chart wants as well. Mindset is so big for me because... Uh, being clinically diagnosed as bipolar 2 and PTSD, I have been working on my mindset for many, many years. It's part of the part of the mental health journey. And the power of the mind is so powerful. Like one of my, uh, just one of my mantras and something that I live my life by, one of my values are it gets to be easy, it gets to be fun. And that's something that I live my life and my business by because if I'm doing something in my business and it no longer feels easy and it no longer feels fun, instead of like punishing myself with it and slugging it out and running the have tos, the shoulds, the musts to make myself do something, I'm like, wait, pause, take a breath, ground down, nothing needs to be done instantaneously and be like, how can I make this easy? How can I make it fun? Is that delegation? Is it giving it off to somebody whose point of genius it is? This is obviously not my point of genius. So can I give it to someone whose point of genius is it? And they'll probably do it in much less time. Or can I just take some of the pressure of it? Am I maybe trying to put a deadline on myself when I'm the CEO of my own business that the deadline doesn't actually need to be there. It's just really checking at checking in with your mindset, checking in with the stories that are running through. When you come across that, Contraction and that tension. Do you dive headfirst into the contraction and the tension and like lay your roots down there and be like, oh, well, I've always heard that running your own business is hard. So this is just what it is. Or can you be like, actually, I am the master of my own narrative. It doesn't have to be hard, it can be easy. I just have to make the choices to change my mindset to that more
0: abundant, easeful,
1: intuitive mindset.
0: Mm, I love that. And, and thank you for sharing that it's continuous work. And, you know, that's it's not just this destination you get to and suddenly there's no problems. I think there's this huge misconception that once you get to a certain stage in business, you don't need to do this continuous mindset work and everything just works all the time and there's no problems. But, you know, it's, it's a journey and it's that consistent effort. So thank you so much for sharing that. I love this podcast being, you know, as vulnerable and transparent as possible because it's so easy to assume on social media that everyone like has things perfect and put together and you have to be, you know, at a certain place, you know, with your your mindset, I suppose, before you can achieve success. But it's nice to hear that, you know, you've struggled with, you know, some quite um big, in my opinion, uh, uh challenges like PTSD and and, you know, all those diagnoses. Like that's a that's a really serious thing. And you're just such a like living, breathing example that you can navigate like challenging uh, situations and still thrive and succeed. You don't have to have like overcome everything before it works, right? Oh, Absolutely not because you wouldn't get anything done if you had to overcome everything.
1: Something that I, that I teach my clients to do and I support my clients through is moving through difficult things with ease and grace. Finding comfort amidst discomfort. Like, yes, when people work with me, they're like, oh, I get in a state of flow and things start to feel more easy. And, you know, my soulmate clients are attracted to me and all of this sort of thing. But I support my clients in grounding into that success doesn't define them, neither does failure. So wherever they are on the wave of their business at the time in the phase of their business in the phase of their life, they're not rocked either way. If you feel like you're absolutely killing it and, you know, you're at capacity and all those sort of things, which is great and wonderful... You still feel as embodied and grounded in yourself as you do when you're like, I have an empty calendar because it's learning that those things don't define you and we all go through ebbs and flows and phases. Mm -hmm. Nothing is full all the time, not even the moon. Like everything in life is that expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction. And when we see the beauty in both, when we see the beauty in the growth and the expansion. And then we also see like the lessons that we learn in the contraction and how that's when we do our real foundational work. That's when we really become so supportive of ourselves to be able to expand again. We'd, we take the pressure off ourselves to be like, oh, I have to be killing it all the time. I have to be doing the like, you know, the six figure, the six figure months and all that all the time. When sometimes it's not always going to be that way and it's okay if it's not. Mm. Yes, we'll put the strategies in place, but we'll check in with the foundations. But that is when you learn, are you actually in alignment? Mm. Are you actually in alignment in your life and your business? And if you adjust in scale mode and growth mode all the time, you can sometimes get diverted off your path. I've seen it. I've worked with clients who have closed down certain businesses and things like that that were hugely successful, hugely successful businesses, but they were just in that scale mode constantly and they got there and they're like, wow, I feel so depleted. This doesn't bring me joy. It's making me a shit ton. I was like, well, (laughs) that's a shit ton of money. But I feel so disconnected. Mm -hmm. I feel so so torn apart from myself. And then I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Let's bring you back to that sense of home. And then they've realized how powerful it can be to shut down a business that is super successful and then put their energy into what was lighting them up. And then, you know, taking that easily from six figures to seven figures and even bigger and expanding that even more because they were like, yeah, I didn't even realize I was off the path Mm. because I wasn't checking in with myself along the way.
0: Yes, that is so powerful and so true. Like, again, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people that are saying, I've just had, you know, and I'm guilty of this too, but I always like to show the flip side as well. But you see people online saying, I've just had a 50K month, 100K month, 500K month. And it's so easy to be like, wow, they have it all. It's all together. It's perfect. I wish that was me. What's wrong with me that I don't have that? I've been in business the same amount of time as them, blah, 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 right? And then you hear all of a sudden, um, these people coming out, like on the other side of this saying I'm so unhappy I'm depressed I'm miserable I'm out of alignment and they do shut down their business or their health absolutely takes a horrible toll and they've had to go to hospital actually because of burnout or you know everything's come, come crumbling down because like you said they got so engrossed in that um, I have to succeed mentality, which is quite easy to do. And they become out of an alignment and they forget why they started this. They forget their their fulfillment part in this, right? So I love that example you just shared that it's, it doesn't have to be like, scale, scale, grow, grow, grow all the time. Like it's going to ebb and flow. And like you said, the moon isn't always full either. And and neither will our business be and normalizing that. And that's something I'm really proud of. I might not be, you know, scaling as fast as some people, but I'm living and enjoying my life every step of the way. Like I have a lot of balance. I have a, a spaced out calendar, you know, it's not fully booked all the time. And I actually love that because something I'm really proud of is not burning myself out in the process of growing my business. You know, I want it to be sustainable and profitable. And that's another thing, right? Like you see these people sometimes having really successful months, but how much of that is actually profit? You know, like they could be spending more than they're making, right? And all of those things are really important to note. And I only like dive deep on this just because comparison is just such a thing. And we see such a small percentage on social media and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, no one is, you know, doing that usually um, for ill intent, right? It's just no one really feels like going online when they're bawling their eyes out or having a really hard time. Like, so there's no judgment here. It's just Be mindful that there is often another side to what it is you see, right? So you've talked a lot about intuition and I support new coaches. A lot of people that listen to the podcast are very early days in their business ventures. So do you have any tips that would support them to listen and trust themselves rather than, you know, being, you know, confused with all the noise on social media of you have to do this, you have to be here, you have to do it this way. Like what would you say to that for someone really learning how to trust their intuition first and foremost I'd say build
1: up a relationship with your intuition your intuition is a muscle. And like any muscle, it needs to be strengthened. It needs to be exercised. So if you have never really listened to your intuition, and let's be honest, society does not train us to listen to our intuition. Even when we're at school, we aren't intuitively allowed to eat when our body wants to eat. We're not even allowed to go to the toilet when we want to go to the toilet. We have to always be asking for permission and going to the external. Like we've been trained to not listen to our bodily cues or to our intuition or to those gut instincts. We're always told to second-guess them. Mm. So if you haven't worked on listening to your intuition before, and then suddenly you want to ask a massive big question, like, should I change my career path or something like that from absolutely nowhere? And you're like, I have no idea. I have no idea what my intuition is telling me. Like, of course, you have no relationship with it. Start small and start talking to your intuition every single day. Something that I get uh, my clients to start with, um, and if any of them are listening to the podcast, they 100% know what they're going to say. And I always get them to come back to this as well because it is a really potent practice. And something that I want to say before we go into intuition is, it is simple and it is easy there are so many people out there who will try and make it complicated because they will try be trying to take your power away because when you take someone's power away you can often make a lot of money from them right when you're like mm, you need me to give you your power i am like the complete opposite i'm like let me empower you to listen to your intuition i could i could tell you the answers easily like yeah i could channel them i'm a psychic but i get my clients to tap into their intuition to have that realization that drop in for themselves so first off just trust that it can be simple, but it's going to be like an exercise program for a little bit. We've got to strengthen. So first and foremost, what does yes feel like to you? Mm. So close down your eyes. Like take that really deep breath into your body and just start with those three deep breaths into your body, just grounding down, grounding them in. Just having that awareness of where your breath goes. Okay? Are you breathing easily into your lungs? Are you breathing easily into your belly? Does maybe your shoulders feel like there's tension there? Just notice how your body feels with your breath. That's all. There's nothing else you need to do right now. There's nowhere else you need to be. Just being present with your breath and your body. And then I want you to start by asking yourself a question you know the answer is yes to. And again, we're coming back to that simplicity. I use, is my name Courtney? And then just start breathing into that yes. Where is that yes felt in the body? How is that yes felt in the body? Is it a knowing? Is it an understanding? Is it a color? Is it a word? Just noticing where you have that little bit of a niggle towards the yes. And trusting that however your yes is felt is completely perfect for you. Some people get that big, immediate, loud drop in. For some people, it's like a subtle shift, a subtle change in the breath. For some people, it's a warmth in a certain body part. Whatever it is for you is absolutely perfect because it's your relationship to your intuition. So then once you have that yes and you've breathed into it, you always have that gratitude for yourself, have that gratitude for your intuition, have that gratitude for your higher self. So you're like, thank you, I felt that. And then you take a deep cleansing breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, releasing with a sign sound and asking yourself now a question you know the answer is no to. Again, so simple. You might use, is my name Courtney not going to overcomplicate things here and then you breathe into that no how is that no felt in the body where is that no felt in the body is a knowing and understanding a color a word does it feel like coolness does it feel like contraction does it feel like the wanting to roll your shoulders forward and close perhaps again however it is felt is completely perfect for you there is no right or wrong way to talk to your intuition and then it's bringing that practice into your everyday life so something that I'd like to get people to start to do is to bring it in with food because we've got to eat. We've got to eat and we've got to drink. Uh, when I first started, like I would bring it in with coffee because so many times like it's that programming. Wake up, make yourself a coffee, especially as a mum to an almost two-year-old coffee. But do I actually desire a coffee? Like would it intuitively feel good in my body to have a coffee or am I just having a coffee because that would be the good thing? So start, so I check in with myself. Hey, do I actually want, desire a coffee today? Be like, is it a yes? Is it a no? And then be like, okay, what is it that I want? If it's a no, is it a green tea? Is it that? Is it just some water? Or if you're like me, super indecisive when you go out to a cafe and want everything, I ask my body, like, do I want the avocado on toast? Do I want the granola? Is it a yes? Is it a no? Just starting to ask myself throughout the day, like asking my intuition to give me the answers. And then this is the most important thing, following through. So if you're like, my, if your body is saying, I do not want a coffee and you're like, screw it, I'm going to have a coffee. That's you saying to your intuition, mm, your voice isn't important to me. Doing this practice and starting simple every day, three times a day, checking with your intuition and then following through strengthens your relationship with your intuition, strengthens that intuitive muscle so that you can start asking those, you know, more juicy questions, especially when it comes to your business, when maybe there's a little bit more of that self-doubt energy that comes in because you've already given your intuition a proven track record of being like, hey, I listened to you at least three times a day for the past week, for the past two weeks, for the past year, for the past month. Now, now my intuit, my relationship with my intuition, of course, is so strong now that I've been in business for five years that I don't always have to do like this full practice and check-in. But even myself now, five years later, if there's a lot going on around me, if I haven't had time to ground down, if I haven't had time for myself or self-care and I have to like make a decision, something comes up in my business and I have to make a decision, I will still do that yes and no practice. I'll be like, heart, are you open? Like, Do I feel embodied? Am I in my body right now? Or am I like a floating head (laughs) going about? Like, okay, ground back down, come back to presence. Heart open, beautiful. connect into my intuition. What's my yes? What's my no? That's right. Okay. Now, what am I doing here? Does this feel like a full body hell yes or full body hell no? Because sometimes people can be like, yeah, it was an intuitive yes. And really, they've just checked in with their like (laughs) exhausted racing nervous system. And and that lack energy of being like, yeah, you've got to do it. And you've got to do it now. Whereas intuition is more of that grounded, subtle, like, yes, this feels really good. It's the same as with that intuition. If it's a no, it's not a no, because if you do it, everything's going to fall away. Everything's going to be terrible. You're going to lose your entire business. It's just a no, it's not for you. If there's that racing afterwards, then that shows you that it's like, okay, right now, your nervous system is overworked you need to do some grounding down practices, you need to do some self nourishment practices to feel safe in yourself again, and then check in with your intuition. And if you're ever like, no, I got an intuitive yes once, so I don't need to check again, then that's another warning sign that you made a decision not out of your intuition, but like from that like energy, or actually from like your nervous system.
0: Mm, Wow, that is so powerful. I love how simple that gets to be just learning what the signal is of a full body, fuck yes, inside of you and then a no, right? And just really practicing that with every decision you make. So thank you so much. I was like doing that exercise as you were explaining it. So thank you. And it's it's so clear to see the difference actually when you just realize that it's simple and easy. So that's amazing. It's Um, so simple. It's so simple. That's my whole thing when Whenever people work with me,
1: they're like, oh, it's so easy. Like, you take these big, complex things and make them easy. I'm like, it's they always were easy. It's just as humans, we like to put a lot of like bells and whistles on things and tell people that they need us. Therefore, it's no longer easy. When if you like go back to it at its core, yeah, life is about like it being easeful and it being simplicity and us like working with the cycles of, of finding and discovering that ease for ourselves.
0: Yeah, 100% interrupting this podcast episode quickly because if you're loving this episode it would mean the world to me if you shared my podcast to your instagram stories all you have to do is screenshot this episode and share it to your instagram stories tagging me and i will jump into your dms give you a warm virtual hug and a little gift from myself just moving on now a little bit, I would love to hear what a day in the life or, you know, your morning routine looks like. I'm sure it changes, especially with a two-year-old. Um, but I would love to hear if there are certain practices or things you do that are just an absolute must for you in to have flow in both your business and in your life. Absolutely. Well, my is of course, checking in with myself,
1: like what would feel good to do today? Uh, I am obviously a mom of a almost two-year-old and my husband is FIFO as well. Wow. Uh, I am in Perth, Western Australia. So he works one week on and one week off, which is amazing for us because when he's home, we get so much time for beautiful connection and to do so many fun things. But it means that like one of my weeks is very work focused and one of my weeks is very like you know, me me and my beautiful son, Willoughby, and that's the focus as well. I do have a lot of support. So I still work, but only a couple of days. I'll only work like two days out of the week, uh, one week. And then the next week I'm working more. So for me, it's always checking in. It's checking into what feels good. So often because my mind is a million miles an hour everywhere, running around after two-year-old trust, plus like trying to run a successful business and think of my clients and all of those sort of things. So I brain dump a lot. I write absolutely everything down, like all of that noise in my mind first. I'm like, okay, let's write it all down. Let's get it out from a piece of paper. All of the, all of the racing, all of the things that my brain is saying have, should, must, all of those sort of words that my brain is giving me. That's quite a lack energy. I'm gonna get it on a piece of paper. And then I'll give you like an insight before my work day. So I might go, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I might like go jump off a jetty or I'll do something pleasurable in my day first before I ever go to work. I do something that makes me feel abundant in my life. So that might be going for a morning swim. That might be going to a cafe. That might just be dancing outside in my, with my bare feet on the earth. What is, whatever I feel like to make me feel Pleasurable and abundant and joyful, I will like it's my non negotiable that that happens first. That's how I start my day. I will not see a client before 10 a.m. because the morning practice is about connection, connection with my heart, connection to my intuition, connection with pleasure, connection with play, connection with joy, connection with abundance. Because that's the energy that I bring into my business. So then when I come into my office, I give sacred reverence to the essence of my business. So maybe that's just lighting a candle. Maybe that's just setting the intention of the day. Maybe that's reflecting on the values of my business as I'm doing so. And I'm like, okay, beautiful. Now I'm really ready to go into the essence and the portal. So instead of going to that piece of paper of maybe like 20 things that I've given myself, I then drop into my intuition. and I'll be like, what would feel the most juicy and the most easeful to do in my business where i would feel the most juicy and easeful afterwards because often the easiest thing that like the way that you're going to feel ease like after you do the task is like you know the the chunkiest thing the thing that you're avoiding most so i'll check in with my intuition and be like what's like the one thing that i need to do today what's the two things i need to do today and i'll knock them off again if i'm feeling like there's that discontent there i'll be like how can i make this easy how can i make this fun And then I will show up for my clients and I'm very lucky. I have incredible VAs and podcast managers, (laughs) graphic designers and all those incredible people in my support team that I can delegate off to Uh, or like thank God for Upwork where I can find other people at times to do other tasks where I'm like, oh, this is a one-off thing that I hate. But it's always about that checking in with myself and I will not work, I will never work for longer than two hours at a time without some sort of like rounding connection break Mm. even if it's five minutes for me to like put on my favorite song move my body you know really be present with drinking my cacao or my coffee or whatever it is like making sure that I'm getting away from my computer for at least five minutes every two hours to come back home to myself to come back to that state of being like yeah I'm present and life is good and it feels good okay now that I feel like grounded again, let's go and show up for my clients again. Let's go have that client session. Let's go do the mastermind or the Soul seeker subscription or the many ways that you can work with me in my business. But I have the energy for it all, even though I work very limited hours, because it's really starting that day and grounding into that intention.
0: Mm, I love the mixture there of, you know, work, play and and groundfulness. Like that's That's so beautiful. And I feel like we work very like in a really similar way. Like I love brain dumping because, you know, as a creative, like I'm just constantly being inspired by other people or just whatever comes to mind of like, oh, I want to add this. I want to systemize this. I want to include this. I want to reach out to this person and having that moment in the morning to kind of just dump it all out. So it gets out of my head and then kind of prioritize you know what needs to be done now what can i now hand off to someone else and all of those sorts of things to sort of move forwards and then also like really allowing myself to live my life because that's why we start a business right to create more time and financial freedom and to impact others so you know how can i make sure i actually um allow myself to do that because it can be so easy to get caught up in business of like just working all the time and doing things all the time that you actually you know forget to like live your life and so I think it's nice that you kind of have that nice balance and don't work actually too much but still generate incredible results because of the team support and you know how you structure your days and then also listen to yourself so that you know it's always feeling good and aligned yes like what is your measure of success Mm. I
1: love to ask people of that all the time like what's your measure of success is it a certain amount of money in your bank account or like what is it for you like my measure of success is that every day that I desire it I get to see the ocean oh love it I get to walk on the beach I get to be present like I get to after every single client session I'm lit up I'm invigorated I feel so good because I'm so solid on who my soulmate client is because my boundaries are phenomenal because I've done all of the work for the five years to be like, yeah, the the people that I call in to work with, it's so juicy and aligned and I'm always invigorated and they're invigorated and they get epic results and I get to celebrate people. But all of that is there because I'm like, I am somebody who used to work like from (laughs) from the age of 16 through to, I want to say through to like 27, I've always had three jobs at a time. Not for any not for any reason. Like just, it was always that I just could not say no. I'm a Capricorn rising. I was like work, work, work. And I'm great at work. I'm great at work. Also, I'm bipolar. So a lot of those times I was manic and could run off like zero sleep. So would be able to, <laughs> to have all these jobs and do all these things at once, which was, now I look back, was wild to me. But I realized like I was missing so many things that was important to me. I was missing people's celebrations and things like that because I was always working. And then when I was like, what is actually success to me? What is actually important? Like success to me is making an impact, leaving a legacy in my personal life and in my business as well. But having time to be present with the things that delight me, with the things that bring me joy. Because that energy flows into my business. Like something that I always say is we're always talking about don't pour from an empty cup. Like I talked about this in our podcast, like never pour. Fill yourself up so much that you are giving to your clients from your overflow. If you are working 70, 80 hours a week, where is that time where you're filling up your own cup? What your clients are probably getting, they're probably getting you depleted. They're probably getting you like your nervous system is probably a little bit shot. <laughs> you definitely don't have time to connect into your intuition. You are probably one of those floating head peoples that I talk about that are just constantly in their head and have no bodily awareness because they're not grounded and embodied and connected in. And then your clients can feel that energy. They can feel that lack energy. Like you can feel it, especially on social media and things like that when someone's talking, or, you know, selling marketing from a place of lack rather than from a place of abundance. It doesn't feel good to receive from somebody's lack. So for me, it's part of my integrity that I will fill myself up and nurture myself and get myself into that state of like a juicy, abundant flow because that's the energy that I want my clients to receive because that's the energy I want them to be flowing out into their businesses so their businesses can also be
0: infused with that energy as well. Mm, I love that so much. That's beautiful. Um. All right. What is your opinion on like like we've talked about so many really impactful things like what strength would you say a new coach needs to be successful as a coach like is there something that comes to mind like this one thing that you feel like this is what people need and i and i'm mindful that there's many qualities right but is there something that sticks out to you that like you feel like is so so beneficial when starting out to to really adopt mm-hmm. The blend, the blend together, I'm like, I can't pick just one. It's my yeah, usual energy. I don't try to find yeah. just one.
1: Um, I would say like the self, self-trust and authenticity because they go hand in hand yeah. with each other. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you don't trust yourself, you're not going to be authentic and then you're going to want to be a cookie cutter of everybody else. And you're not going to give the impactful advice and support that people need because you're going to be so worried about people pleasing to your clients that you're not actually going to be supportive to your clients.
0: So I- I'd say like trust yourself so much to be authentic. Mm, I love that you said that because sometimes like I always am saying this to my clients how important self-trust and authenticity is because um, you don't actually have to become someone else you don't have to do things and be someone that you're not the more yourself you are the more it actually works and I know it's like some people find that really hard to believe because we're just so conditioned that we're not good enough and there's something wrong with us. But honestly, the more you express your truth and your personality, the more people are truly magnetized to you. And uh, so I love that you said that because the more people kind of reassuring new coaches that that is the truth. It's just so reassuring for them. Um, So I'm so glad you said that because I have found, and it's almost frustrating, right? It's like we we had the answers the whole time and we spent so, so much time seeking externally what we need to be successful, but it's actually, you just need to be more you. And of course, there are strategies to support you to show up like that strategically, like it goes hand in hand. But how good is it to know that you don't have to be someone else, you don't have to be different, you don't have to change yourself and show up in a certain way to thrive, like, I literally go on my group calls wearing an hoodie sometimes and on my Instagram stories I dance around I am not feeling called to like I have to wear makeup and have my hair done a certain way and show up perfectly quote-unquote perfectly in order to achieve success because that's not me at my core like I am you know often in workout gear or track suit or having fun and you know um just being so casual and being myself and that's what allows me to thrive right and so thank you so much for sharing that. Um, all right. So I want to ask you some really quick rapid fire questions just before we wrap up. So um, if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Oh, if I could be remembered for one thing, I would love for it to be just how I made people feel. Mm. I think
1: that was, that's how I wanted to I want people to re- re- like to remember me. Um, that's a really big thing for me. Legacy is really big in that sort yeah. of sense. I have lost, Uh, my father, my brother, and my sister. So I'm often thinking about like the impact they left on me and then the impact that I want to leave behind on other people and how I'll be remembered when I leave behind. And for me, it's just how I made people feel that I celebrated people, that I love people, that, you know, my, one of my big mantras is if I rise, we rise up as well. And yeah, I think that's how, that's how I want to be remembered.
0: Wow. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what is your favorite quote? I've noticed you've said two really like mantras or quotes of yours today, but yeah, what is your favorite quote and why? Oh my gosh. I know you'll you'll hear me I say it all the time. And it depends on the day.
1: It depends yeah. on the day as well. Definitely like the don't pour is a really big one as well. The the mm-hmm. keep filling yourself up. It gets to be easy, it gets to be fun is a big one. I'd say that's the one that I'm really anchoring into at the moment. Uh, would probably be would probably be my big one that I'm saying on repeat I mean I'm I'm a massive reader I'm a writer as well so I love reading I'm for every single book that I have every single one is dog-eared because the second I read a sentence of quote that I love I'm like oh fold that over I must remember that but I think if it's like a quote that I'm going to live by at the moment I'm really living
0: by that it gets to be easy it gets to be fun I love that one. And last but not least, what is something that you're learning at the moment? Ooh, what am I learning at the moment? Right now, I
1: am learning a lot about publishing a book. So I am in the process of publishing my first book. It's a poetry and prose book. And I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot i um, very lucky to have a lot of support but it's so interesting to see the, the like behind the scenes working and publishing a book I'm like oh wow everyone who's published a book I have always been in awe of them but now I'm like way more in awe because I'm like it's
0: it's you a lot it yeah I have no doubt I'm gonna to come to you when I decide to write a book because I have no doubt there is a lot behind the scenes from what I've witnessed um, from other people. Amazing. Where can people find you? How can they work with you? Tell us all the things. Absolutely. So I'm Seeking Wilder
1: absolutely everywhere. Uh, Seeking Wilder on Instagram, Seeking Wilder on Facebook. I'd say like come and say hello on Instagram. That's where I spend most of my time. There's so many ways that I can support you and work with you. If you're a business owner that is really looking to trust their intuition to get that blueprint, guidebook for their business that they can fall back on. Book a business and birth chart reading where we go through the essence of your business and your personal birth chart. Uh, other than that, just come into my world. I have a monthly subscription where you can learn to trust your intuition every single astrological season. I put out so much juiciness. There's so much goodness in there. Meditations, monthly moon circles, free intuitive readings. And I would love to give all of your listeners a free month. So I will give you a code
0: to pop in the show notes. Wow, that's so generous. Yes, uh, send me that. And I'll put all of your links um in the show notes so people can find you. Thank you so much for coming on. I have learned a lot and I have no doubt my listeners have too, and they definitely need to come and check out your podcast as well, because I know you interviewed me and uh, that was incredible um, in of itself. So thank you so much. And I'll speak to you soon. Beautiful. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, then I want to invite you to join the Rising Coaches Mastermind, the program for you to master your mindset, create an aligned and profitable strategy and grow a six-figure business you love using the Rising Coach method. This is the exact mastermind where I share how I've built a multi-six-figure business in under two years. We gratefully sell quickly and I personally take calls to see if you're the right fit. So don't wait, head over to sophiarosebernardi.com chat and book your free call now.